Hello, welcome back to the Soma Antics podcast. He's Matt. I'm Sam. He has been attacked violently by a flower today. And I've not. And that's just the way it is. What? <laughs> I've been attacked by a flower? Yes. Well, not a whole flower, just just a pollen. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, let's, let's face it a second. You've been attacked by the same... No, nah, I popped a and I was all good. <laughs> okay. Anyone that doesn't know, Sam's talking about uh, pollen and hay fever, which at the moment in the UK is fucking awful. It's a fucking joke, isn't it? It's... I can't... Literally, even if I take medication, it's not doing anything. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I obviously live more towards the coast at the moment, and I'm, I'm like, usually I'm okay. This morning I was like, oh, I do not feel good. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pop a pill. And thank God I did, my dad. It, it didn't do anything when I took mine this morning. Um, and it didn't do anything this afternoon either. So, there we go. So, Robert, we are on episode number 40. 40? 40. Because last time was your solo episode, which was number 39. So we're now on 40. Fucketh meeth. How have we done that? Absolute scenes. Yeah. Next thing we know, 15. That that feels like a landmark. <laughs> it does. It does. But enough about, enough about the episode. The Gobba. How the devil have you been over the last... When I haven't seen you in like... Three, four weeks. So, how have you been in those three, four weeks? Uh, up and down, really. Up and down. Um, yeah. I mean, I've had some good things happen. Like, I've um, got a new clothing brand deal, which is really, really cool. Um, and it basically, like, it's actually going to pay me. Um, so, they're going to, they all invite me to, um, like photo shoots and stuff near me, and then they'll pay me per like photo, and I think it's like fifty dollars a photo. Um, and then they'll pay me if they use me on their social media, in store, billboards, that kind of thing. And if I do get like in store, online, or on the billboards, it's in the thousands, and I get royalties. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a quite exciting, excited thing. Um, I actually. Got my hands on a very rare whiskey, Matt Dyer, which I know is not my area forte, but please no. proceed. Um, basically, when I went to Scotland in 2019, before the whole panini kicked off, um, it, it was in the Lowlands, and it's like um, it's like the the like most southern point in Scotland, obviously, because you literally go over the border and then you're in the Lowlands of Scotland, mm. and this is the one of the oldest distilleries in Scotland. And when I was there, they weren't open to the public yet. However, now that they have hit mass market, I've managed to actually get my hands on a bottle, which is very exciting. Very, very exciting. If, if, forgive me for asking, so was this an expensive bottle of whiskey? Yes. Oh, dear. I may have spent £55 on a bottle of whiskey. Is that, I don't. I don't know if that's good or bad or not. Uh, if I look at my whiskey shelf, 
the most expensive one I bought was 28. Ah, yes, so you've doubled it. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes. Um, yes, and then there's been some low points where I've uh, got heat, I've had heat stroke, I've been sunburnt back to back, um, and I've just been quite run down. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's about summed up about four weeks. Uh, Matt Dyer, how have you been? Oh, well, you know. I'm what day? Still, <laughs> what day? Uh, you know, still going. Um, yep. Work is... Um, You've not been finished off? No. Not yet. Uh, work can be troublesome. Mm. Um, I would like to give a quick shout out to work. You know, we, we get many people listening to our podcast. We do. We have a Polar, uh, a Polar Pow HQ account manager. Ooh. Manager listens to our podcast. Oh. Yes. So uh, shout out to that person. I can't name him because he's a manager at where I work. So <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> So if you're a polar pal, there is a male manager that is listening to the podcast as well. So, you know, approach him and talk to him about the podcast. He listens to our voices when he's walking his dogs. So cool. A lot of people do. A uh, lot of people on dog walks or runs or something like that, they, that's when they listen to the podcast. They always say, oh, um, yeah, I listened to the podcast. I was on a dog walk this morning or, um, oh, is there a podcast coming this week? Because, yeah, I'm going on, I'm going on a run. I want to listen. So yeah, it's um, yeah. Mm. I'd always like to hear how people are doing. Obviously, there are other, other people who listen to us in the shower. Flush <laughs> <Special> guest Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Never living that one down. No. I mean, um, what, yes, I mean it, it is disturbing um, that he lathers himself up to our voices, but well, we're not quite sure that he does that, but. Let's not get bogged down with who showers oh. their naked body. And... How, what do you mean we're not sure that's what he does? What else is he doing in a show? I don't want to know. No, no, no that's not what I meant. I meant no, we're, we've we've, on. we're moving I've, on. Uh, other things. I've, I've started reading a book. Oh, what's the book called? It's called Redemption, and it's by Troy Deeney, former Watford talisman captain and all-round good egg. He's a and top teaser. It's a re- honestly, I have read three books in my life, and it's really, good. it's really good. <laughs> you know I'm hooked, Sergio. I'm hooked. You hooked on the book. I'm hooked on the book. Um, other things, I bought a PS3 and Vintage, have been playing like some retro games. I've also bought a gaming PC and. That's what I'm using to record this podcast. So if my voice sounds better this week and the last time we recorded as well, that's because we're using that and not my Mac, which is pretty much dead. RIP. And um, I had cereal for dinner. So there we go. That's that's what's going on with me. What type of cereal? Uh, I had Cocoa Pops. Top tier. Top Top tier. tier cereal. So, Grover, obviously, it's been a few weeks since uh, since we've done this together, mm-hmm. and that means I have many things for our next section. Okay, well, without further ado, let's get right about it. 
and we're now passing over to the most angry person I know. Matt Dyer, it's been a while. Please take it away. Hi, everyone. I'm back. He's black. I actually got four for you. Um, he is. So let's, let, let's, let's crack on. Let's crack on, Matt Dyer. Uh, now, this one's a little bit old because I thought of it uh, a week before the Platinum Jubilee. Has it been that long? Anyway, um, it, it was the, the people that kept calling the Platinum Jubilee the Platy Jubes. Oh, have yeah. some fucking respect. Absolutely uh, not. It sounds, it just sounds awful. I know. The platy jubes. What are you on? Like, oh, fuck off. Like, what? I know people say, were saying it in like, in in jest, a like way, in a yeah, comedy yeah. way. But what's wrong with just saying the platinum jubilee or the jubilee? That's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Platinum jubilee. And also or, some people can't say platinum. Oh, well, then just say the jubilee. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or the queen celebration or something. I don't know. In fact, it's more difficult to say the platy jubes than it is the jubilee. Honestly, which word annoys you the most? Platy or jubes? Well, the whole phrase just gives me the ick, but... Um, I don't it's... go... <laughs> Sorry, just, just come up with something. I don't go on the jubilee line and call it... Well, I've got to change onto the jubes line. No, you say you're going on the Lizzie line. <laughs> I, went on... I forgot to say this in the intro, so I... I... I went on the Crossless Perp line the other day. It's incredible. Like, I mean, obviously, I, I enjoyed the very the whole experience, but the station architecture and just how large they are, like the stations and the platforms, it's incredible. Not worth four years of delays. Not sure, but it is incredible. They've very, got, very good place. They've got the um the smart um. The smart platforms, though, don't they? With the suicide doors. Yeah. Yep. They're uh, no, no, no. anti suicide doors. Don't well, don't get it twisted. Well, they're actually just called platform doors now. I think um, that's good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they've got all the um, all the central section in the tunnels um, have got the platform doors. It's just incredible. Like it's really difficult because you walk in at one end of the platform, and because the trains are like twelve nine nine to twelve cars long. Yeah, the platform is just ridiculously like you can. It's like walking like three miles to get to the other side of the platform. Um, but yeah, they all air conditioned. Thank which God, would be nice. So I might might leave work early tomorrow. <laughs> go go ride the old. Oh, I can't say no. You can't say you're gonna ride old Lizzie. No, I can't say that. No. Um, anyway, let's not get bogged down with who's <laughs> ridden the Lizzie line and who hasn't. We've got a bit sidetracked today, haven't we? So, um, the Platy Jubes, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this one, Segura, because I don't think we're going to be saying the phrase Platinum Jubilee, well, definitely not in our lifetime, no. um, again. So, yeah. let's, let's, let's... Let's leave the Jlatty Pubes alone. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> next, next Angry Man review, Segura. Okay. She's not going to like this. It's my mother. Ew. My mum. My darling mum. Love her dearly. 
but Shout there's only there's only there's only so much that Matt Dyer can take. Okay, now I've said this on Angry Man Reviews before about people that talk on their phone on loudspeaker. Yeah, in public, obviously not this, when in in public. Yeah, despise it absolutely fucking despise it. Anyway, so mum and I were uh, going up to London. Actually, on in, on the Saturday of the Platinum Jubilee, um, that we're going to meet my stepdad up there. We we're going to go to a concert circle where I got to see the music of Hans Zimmer and John Williams. Incredible, incredible night. Um, I meant to ask you about this. Sorry to interrupt. Um, did you actually see Mr. Hans Zimmer there? No, because he was uh, over the other side yeah, of central London at the concert. <laughs> That's what I thought. I, I thought. <laughs> Has he, has he seen him just before he walks on stage? Oh, can you imagine if Hans Zimmer walked out? I'd be like, I'd, I'd melt in my seats. Like, oh. You'd spunk your pants, wouldn't you? I, I probably would, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, let's not get bogged down with who's meeting Hans Zimmer and who isn't. Okay. Um, anyway, so we're sitting at the station. Now, we walked to a, a different station to Bexhill, um, just because it was easier rather than changing. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're on the platform. There's nobody else on this platform except um, two members of staff that are up the other end of the platform. Okay. Yeah. My stepdad. My stepdad rings my mum. My mum answers the phone. She then speaks to him on loudspeaker, hands free, so I can hear the conversation. What, what is right. the point? Just put the phone to your ear and have your conversation how you would. But no, she does this all the time. She was sat in the garden the other week having a conversation with her friend in Liverpool and she had it on hands-free. What's the point? So I'm going to buy her a pair of headphones for her phone, Sagora. She can bloody well, you know, take conversations without the whole world hearing them. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It, it is frustrating. Um... Is she giving you like a reason why? Like why she? Yes, she says it's because when she puts it to her ear, she keeps ringing random people. Like the screen, she, like she's like tapping the screen against her face. I don't know. I don't know if that's even a oh, thing. She's on a call. Yeah, well, she has a Samsung Android, Sagora. So say no more. Say less. Say, say no more. Apple supremacy obviously doesn't allow for those things to happen. Um, what a stupid system! I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not an angry round you, Sigur. I I can't. I yeah. cannot because 75 percent of our audience has Android. So yes, and 75 percent of their audience need to shape the fuck up and get an iPhone. Like honestly, how stupid is your system if you're putting it to your phone? And it's calling random people while you're on the phone. I, d- I, I mean, it could right just there. be my mother that uh, I should not referring to her. Though, said my mother. She's not my mother. She's my mum. It just could be her stupidity of, you know, holding the phone. I don't know. But, uh, it... oh, what have you done? Have you dropped your phone now? No, I've dropped my book. The book my you're book. reading, the Troy Deeney book. You've thrown Troy Deeney around. I've thrown Troy Deeney on the floor. You don't like that. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that was that was my next angry review, my mum. That could be the third... The penultimate, if you will, uh, angry man review this week is one for the one for this weather. Mm. It's flying creatures of any kind that fly into you when you're walking. 
despite them having probably about 8 million eyes. Do you know what? Yeah, this is it. And also birds. I don't know if that's just my height, but also birds. How fucking tall are you? Were you God walking in the clouds or something? I am God, yeah. But <laughs> I was walking in the clouds on this day. It's just walking down um, the high street here in Eastleigh. And the birds are just... The pigeons are dumb as fuck. They just like slowly take off. But there was one, I was literally remember it because um, a girl like commented on it as I was walking like, past. I was walking and a bird flew and I literally had to like dodge out the way. And she was like, oh my God, fuck me. I thought that was going to take your head off. Sorry. Like, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, she's from Essex, is she? I mean... Uh, Do that again? Fuck me, I thought that was going to take your head off. She should have just left it at the opening two words. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, yes. Sorry. We slightly took over. We slightly got detour, took a detour of the birds there, but no, flying creatures are flying to you. I just, I, I mean, I've got yeah. nothing else really to say on the matter. I think it's pretty self explanatory, but, you but know. I get it. Like, yeah, they, they've not been on the. They're not going on the booze. Like, it's no excuse to just not know where you will fly into. Well, there's, you know, they're all scared of humans. Like in the in the, you know, the eatery table. What's, no, mm. it's not the eatery table. What's it called? <laughs> the eatery table. Try the food chain, Matt Dyer. <laughs> 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 Speaking of eatery tables, uh, there's one thing you must must remember. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going a bit lightheaded because I'm laughing and I'm really hot. Why yeah. you second, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna say there's one thing you have to remember about eatery tables, and it is this: oh. the French, when they saw a, a dining table, they decided to make a big meal and serve it in front of all these people. When the English saw a dining table, they thought it's a time to play a good old game of whiff waff. Disgraced Prime Minister Boris Johnson there, uh, talking well, live on the Sound Antics podcast. Soon to be disgraced, hopefully. Well, didn't think he was going to survive that vote of confidence anyway. Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, yeah I, I mean, just the flying creatures. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Carry on. I was just going to say, I think the only way that he's going to get, like, kicked out of office is if he gets his tallywhacker out, but I don't think A, anyone wants to see that, but B, is give it time, so cool. office. No, true, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, back to flying creatures. Um, yeah, they just they just get in the way, don't they? Like they, you know, they're supposed to be scared of us in the food table. Uh, no food chain, sorry. <laughs> um, you think they would take a wide berth, but no, they just fly right into you. I had a fly, like a little creature thing, fly up my nose the other day. Oh, oh it's that not nice. Horrific. It was horrific, Sergova. I snorted oh. that out immediately. Oh God, I feel, I feel a bit. Un- I actually feel a little bit like uneasy. Like the entire thought of that is. Um... It was just me like walking along happily, and then, bzz, you know, it was. <laughs> Sorry, what? Are you the fly or the pig in this scenario? <laughs> we're gonna move on, so otherwise we're never gonna get there. Um... <laughs> Uh, the, the final one, Sagori, is just one that annoys me at work. Okay. Uh, it's people that ring you to make sure you got their email. You know the kind. They ring you and say, 
Oh, hello, Matt. I just want to make sure you got my email. Oh, do you know what I started to do to those people? Hang up on them. No, no, they say, oh, hi, Sam. Um, yeah, I've just, I've just sent you an email, and I was just wondering if you could, uh, you could have a look at it for me. Oh, where'd you send it? And they'll tell me, and I'll go, I've not received that. Could you send it again? So, oh, okay, shall I stay on the phone? No, 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 no. The thing is, I, I can get away with, with me. I can say, oh, would you mind having a look at it? I'll be like, yeah, I've got 484 things to action before I get to your email, but I will get to it eventually, yeah. Yeah, like you're number 200 in the queue. Do you really want to play that game? Well, I've started using because of the job I do, obviously sending the um, the data to the clients, I've, I've, I've introduced some kind of like a ticket system. They obviously don't know what ticket number they are, although they fucking kick off. Yeah. Kick, kick, off. kick off more than kick they already off. do. It'll all kick off. Um, but yeah, like it comes in, I add it to the log, and then they, they get put right at the bottom of the pile. Great. Anyway. Yeah. People that ring you to make sure they got their email. Criminal. Stop it. What are you doing? Absolutely. You know, you know they know why they're doing it. It's like, oh, if I ring him, he'll do it for me right now. Why are we going Essex in all our... I think we're just... Betraying... Mm. Yeah, we're, we're... Why, hey, man? Should we go there no, instead? No, no, because Chris and Rosie Ramsey are national treasures. National treasures. They are. We love them very much. Um... Would say friend of the podcast, but they don't know us. But we like to think they're friends of the podcast. Oh, well, uh, if we ever meet them, they will become friends of the podcast. They'll be, they'll become friends of oh, Matt and Sam. That that's that Matt, really, sorry. really, really forced, like forcibly sit them down, <laughs> make them listen to the podcast. But yeah, no. it does. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, and yeah, that, that's pretty much it, Sigur. I don't really have anything more to add. It's now time to visit and cross the Bridge of Banter as we go and visit our good friend of the podcast and all-round legend, Sal Cropper, in our section, Storytime with Sam. Now gather around, everyone. I've got a treat for you today. So we've got two stories, both obviously from... The wonderful world of Reddit. Hey! And I'm going to do them in uh, an order that makes the most sense in my head. So, Matt, are mm. you ready? Are you strapped in? Uh, I'm, I've got a strap on. I don't know about strapped in. Wee, dirty bastard. Right, so, you do know what strap on is, don't you? I just wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to have to uh, right. peg. I didn't want to have to peg that gaffer knowledge. <laughs> Should we crack on? <laughs> so this is from the wonderful world of Am I the Asshole? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, carry on. Right. Oh. Am I the Asshole? for jumping out of a bathroom window to avoid my mum's attempt at forcing a reunion between me and my ex-fiancé. No. And, Matt Dyer, 
The fiance is spelt with one E. Isn't that the wrong way around? No, it means that the female is the one that jumped out of the window and the male is... Make sense? Yes. Oh. Oh, no, she's just... She can't... Oh, no. No, I take that back. He's just an idiot. Anywho. <laughs> so. Some backstory. I had been dating my ex fiance Sarah, for four years. We had been planning to get married in November 2020, but I found out at the start of this month that she cheated on me. What a bitch. It's not on, Sagora. Cheating is not on. It is not, my darling. She begged me to give her another chance, but I broke it off. The problem was that being cheated on is, in my mind, completely emasculating and humiliating. Mm. So I never told anyone that was the reason why we broke up. For obvious reasons, Sarah also didn't tell people that we broke up because she cheated. Some people have blamed me for the breakup, including my own mother. They just see that I dumped her out of the blue. I've gone very strict, no contact with Sarah after I discovered she was cheating on me. She, Sarah's been talking with my mum and has convinced her that if we could talk one more time, we would be able to reconcile. My mother has been applying hardcore pressure on me to talk with Sarah, but I've explained that there's no chance in hell we will ever get back together. There's a song in there, someone might die. So let's sing it. No. Oh, actually. Do, do oh, a no, dramatic please, reading. Please do a dramatic reading of it. Okay. <clears throat> we. E are never, never, never getting back together. That was by Taylor Swift, and the song. What's the song title, Sakura? Never, ever we get back together, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. But it was just, yeah. Go listen know, to it on all, <laughs> all good streaming services. Nice little uh, tea swizzle break there. Love it. Right. So tonight I go over to my mum's place because she's hosting family for Christmas Eve. I'm there for Oh, don't tell me they did this on Christmas Eve. I'm there for a bit talking with my aunts, uncles and cousins when the doorbell rings. And I can see through the glass in the door that it is Sarah. I ask what the fuck is going on? And my mum says she's invited Sarah so we can work this out in the spirit of the holidays. Oh, for me to shit on Christmas, isn't it? Well, it just it just annoys me how people think that they have any right to meddle in adult people's relationships. Like, even if it's your mother, it's not your relationship. It's your son or daughter's relationship. Let them figure it out. It's not for you to get involved. Fuck me, honestly. Yeah. Carry on. I'm pissed now because yeah, the, only way, the only way to explain my side of the story is to tell everyone I was cheated on. Complete, complete and utter humiliation in front of my whole family. So as my mum goes to the front door, I go into the bathroom. My mum starts knocking the door saying that I need to come out and talk to my ex like an adult. I say, fuck it. I kick out the mesh window screen jump out the window, get in my car, and go home. My mum called a short while ago, 
saying she's cutting ties with me over my behavior. She's really fixated on me jumping out of the window. And that Sarah will always be like a child to her. My sister called me after to read me out for ruining Christmas. I broke down and I told her that Sarah cheated on me, which is why I dumped her and I didn't want to see her under any circumstances. She called me a huge asshole for lying. Hang on. She called me a huge asshole who was lying to cover for myself. Am I really in the wrong? So basically, the, uh, the sister has called him to basically say that he is lying about his girlfriend, his ex fiance cheating on him. And says that it's his fault that they broke up. I, I hate, I say this many times, Sigurdur. I hate the human race. Gotcha. H- humans are just awful. Everyone, every per- I hate everyone. All right. Yes, I completely and like wholeheartedly agree. Like this is ridiculous. Like as I was reading this earlier, I thought, "Fucking hell!" No, just, just, just no. It can't be. It just, it just can't be like that. But then I actually thought about it and thought about it more and applied it to my own situation, which is completely different in a way. But I can see how it can happen because. The assumption in any situation, unfortunately, in a heterosexual relationship is usually, unless you actually open from the beginning and tell the truth, the guy's done something wrong. And I I know that maybe some people disagree with me and maybe think I'm being a dickhead here, but I, in my own experience, that's how it's been. I, I've broken up with people, anything's with people, and then I've made, been made out to look like a dick, even though I've broken up with people for good reasons, or if a breakup has happened, there's always been an assumption that I've done the mistreating or done some mistreating when in actual fact it's not always the case. Um but I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Like everyone in relationships they make mistakes, they say things the wrong way and they, you know, act in a certain way they shouldn't do like just generally. But ha- equally without people listening to the entire story and understanding the story, there is an assumption of wrongdoing on the male part. That's pretty much because the the men are animals and horrific and disgusting and dicks. The worst worst part of this is you're not even being sarcastic. You're telling the truth because it is. It is. Like, there are people... Like, there's something going on on TikTok at the moment. I'm not going to go into it, but the, the 20 year old, two 20 year olds were together and he cheated on the girl with a 15 year old girl. Like, there's always guys out there that do the worst thing imaginable. Why is that on TikTok? That should be in, uh, in, in, in the police. Oh, the the Rosses are involved. The Rosses are talking to him from Paul Nemes. He's had to get like legal counsel and stuff. And is it an American thing? No, it was British. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. horrific! Get in the bin. And it's actually a creator with about I think he had like eight million followers. Oh, do I know him? No. Oh, get get in the Irish Sea, mate. Or like you know, channel. You know, um, the women on TikTok that do like all the dances to like the audios and stuff. 
Not really. I don't really watch the dancing ones, but yeah. But you know the general premise. There's a there's a background track and the girls dance to it. Yeah. Uh, he is basically the English male version of that. Anyway, let's not get bogged down with TikTok uh, beats and drama. He is. Um, yeah, so I think we're both in agreement here that the mother is just an arsehole. Um Why would you not support your son in that circumstance? Like, if I was a parent and obviously this this had happened, I'd be like, okay, it's obviously not, this isn't going to work. Why not have that heart to heart, one to one, and say, you know, it goes no further than here. What's going on? Tell me the truth. Yeah. Then, you know, but rather than that, it's automatically go on, you know, the offensive rather than the defensive of your son. And uh, I just hate people like that. Get in the bin. It comes back to what he said at the beginning. He feels like it's an emasculated thing to happen. Mm. And he, he, he yeah, thinks they'll think less of him, which goes back to guys not wanting to talk and speak out. Not cool, so go on. Not cool. No, anyway. would you like to hear a couple of... Uh, a comments? Couple of comments, my love. Oh, yes, please. Unless they're going to piss me off. No. Um, fuck Sarah. Fuck your sister and fuck your mother. Mm. Is all. Um, and I've said, fuck that. Your mum, Sarah, and your sisters are all assholes. The nerve of her to show up at your mum's house. I'm pissed off just reading this. I don't understand why your mother is so invested in Sarah. Why would you want to tell her Sarah cheated on you after how your sister acted? What a fucking mess. I'm not gonna lie. You kicking out the screen and taking off through the windows straight savage reflexes up on legendary, not the arsehole. Mm. The mother never asked for his side of the story before saying she's cutting ties with him. She's absolutely the arsehole in this situation. Why didn't she even warn you that Sarah was invited? Well, I think we're going to put that one to bed. Otherwise, we're both just going to get very angry. Yeah, I mean, it's just just thinking about the whole situation is just pissing me off, so Gora. Mm. We'll move on. Now, Matt mm. as you are aware, uh, when I did the solo episode, I did a story about... Um, a man that matched with his dead wife on Tinder. Oh my god, so can I just say? Yeah, go on. Fucking terrified me that. Really? I was on the train on the way home from Houston. Yeah. And honestly, I was like I had I was the only one in the carriage as well. I had little chills. It was it was pretty like you can just imagine like the whole thing in your head, like your mm-hmm. your brain like dramatizes it. Mm. And it was just like oh. have you got another one like this? But, uh, you can say that. So this is uh, I just matched with my dead wife on Tinder, part two. Oh my god! Here we go. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, I'm a bit scared. My um, my uh, room is dark. I've got my blind down and no lights. So this could be interesting. <clears throat> Matt, uh, here we go. I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> so terrified. This, so this is, I just matched my dead wife on Tinder, part two. Eee. I stepped on a dead bird. 
My dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> my dog stepped on a bee. Before we start this, but can we just talk about a phone call that we had earlier today? No. <laughs> so uh, I had a conversation with Sam earlier. Uh, Sam Grubber, sorry, sorry. Uh, Sam Grubber earlier about um, a phone call I'd have have had. So Grubber, what, what's wrong with me? Had I'm... had have had. A phone call I have had. You know, now my head's spinning. <laughs> this afternoon um, with my beloved football team that rang me for a reason. Mighty Orans. Mighty Watford. Um, reasons undisclosed at this time, because even I don't know, because... They didn't say anything. <laughs> Let's not go into that. Anyway. Yes. What's happened here, Sir Grubber, is sort the podcast a minute. They they rang me yesterday and they didn't get an answer. So then I rang them, but they were too busy. So they I didn't get an answer. So then they rang me again today, and then when I ring them back, they then tell me that they're gonna call me tomorrow, even yeah. though I'm on the phone to them at that point. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, mm. um, yeah, so after that conversation, Sam left it like... So, Grubber, sorry. Left it at what? Like three minutes? Or yeah, something? Yeah. Because I, I then rang mum in that time to tell her about uh, the situation with Watford. Um, yeah. Shall we, we do a dramatisation of what happens, Sir Grubber? You want to do a reenactment? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do my ringtone. Okay. Well, that's not my ringtone. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Ring, 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 ring. So, go up, Matt Dyer. Actually, no, sorry. It was SC, MD. MD, SC. So, go up, what's, 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 what's going on? My dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was literally the conversation. Yeah, anyway, yeah. can we get yeah. back to the matter at hand? <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so <laughs> I stepped on a dead bird. <laughs> <clears throat> no, right, okay, no, I'm gonna go serious. I'm gonna go serious now. So, I stepped on a dead bird when I walked out my front door to go to work in the morning. I picked up my heel, I looked down at the snuffed out robin that had just been underneath my boot. I thought nothing of it. Until I saw another dead bird. This one, a fat, brown, little sparrow deceased at my feet. The sparrow and the robin were just two of what looked like a dozen dead birds strewn around the entry and the front yard of my home. This, this couldn't have been an accident. My pet name for my wife was Birdie. I took the lead this time, messaging Alison on Tinder. Who is this really, and why are you doing this? I've been through enough already. I had to sweat out the longest day of work in my life without an answer. I was numbly eating my signature dinner of spaghetti carbonara 
Why is that? Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Signature <laughs> dinner of spaghetti carbonara. Yeah. It's not something to big up, mate, is it? Um, I was normally eating my signature dinner of spaghetti carbonara that I could make with just five ingredients in 15 minutes. Why are you boasting about this, mate? I don't, Sorry. I don't Sorry. get it. Carry on. With just five ingredients in 15 minutes when I got a reply. Oh, I do miss the smell of your carbonara. And it's me. I could tell you something that only I would know if you would like. Before I could reply, Addison sent another message. Your secret favorite song is All Too Well by Taylor Swift. Shit. I had never told another soul that. Another message from Addison before I could think more. I miss you so much, Derry. You really made my life special. I tried to hang on. You're the last thing I thought of and it made me happy. I truly felt loved. I could feel your hand holding me strong. I'm so sorry I couldn't hold on. My throat went dry. And tears fell on my frozen screen as I read her message a few times. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny, but as you, as you said that, I was thinking, he's going to burst into fix you any minute, isn't he? Tears stream down oh. your face. Lights will go I you. Oh, God. <laughs> right. We'll wait back, because as you actually spoke there, I forgot that I, what we were doing, and I was just reading it out, and like when you, when you started talking, I jumped. <laughs> Oh, did you think I was the guy? No, I was, like, no, I was just so like in the zone. I actually jumped. Anyway. <clears throat> just remember I'm here. Yes. Thank you for your support. <laughs> <laughs> my throat went dry and tears fell on my phone screen as I read a message a few times. Those last moments we shared at her bed in hospital. The rhythmic beep of a heart monitor still played in my head. I took my time to think out what to write back to her. Now actually happy that she had found some sort of digital afterlife in, in a way to contact me. Alison, there's no way to properly write out how grateful I am for the life I was lucky enough to share with you. I miss everything about you. I miss the way I would catch you looking at me with starry eyes when I walked across the room. I miss the way you talk to me. Like you're telling me you're like you're telling someone a secret, even when you're not. I miss watching your reflection on sunny hikes. Honestly, I can't write anymore. I'm sure you can feel what I feel. I know that. Sometimes I feel like you're still here, even before all of this. Addison replied in just the amount of time it would take someone to read that message. Twice. I have been there. 
Oh, this is getting terrifying. I don't like it. <laughs> what? Her, her message came across as eerie and, and endearing at the same time. She went on. You know when you set your keys down somewhere and then can't find them, and they're somewhere you swear you never put them? Or how you feel? Like there are five shrimp in your stir fry and suddenly there are only four? Have you ever felt warmer all of a sudden whilst you're crying on a rainy night? It was at that moment I realised I hadn't turned the lights on in the house, but it was almost nightfall. I sat there, in the dark, crying into my congealed spaghetti, wondering if Addison was watching me right there, or if this was just the world's cruelest prank. Another buzz from my phone nudged me in the dark. I'll step away. I'm sorry for causing you any grief, Addison. I let it sit there. It felt right. But I also had to do some housekeeping. The thought of Addison lurking over my shoulder and sifting through everything in our house dug a burning hole into the lining of my stomach. I grabbed my computer, went out to my car, and drove into town. I stopped in the parking lot of the nearest grocery store. I took out my computer and started deleting everything. I would never want Alison to find my computer or my phone. Random old porn I downloaded. Some pictures with a couple of flings I'd embarked on since she's passed. It honestly wasn't that much. But I had to get rid of it. I was back home in less than 20 minutes. Everything felt right. Until I went to open our bedroom door and found a small pair of red underwear wrapped around the handle. The image of their former owner burned into my mind and turned my entire head red in a flash. I saw the girl in my mind, small, bubbly, very drunk. At the bar I went to with my high school friends, she was there across the room with her friends from her high school too. We got talking and one thing led to another I went back to my house to uh, spend the night together. I think she could pick up on the sadness inside me and just try to cheer me up by leaving her racy underwear on the floor like she'd forgot them. I threw them somewhere in my closet and forgot about them, honestly. But now, seeing them on that door handle, I start to panic. I started to think of a response, but I also started to feel like I had downed an entire bottle of NyQuil. I like what? It's like um, Night Nurse. Night Nurse! Sorry. Cheers. <laughs> My thoughts got slow. My eyelids got heavy. And every muscle in my body became sluggish. I felt drugged. I dropped down hard onto the floor, unable to even make it to the bed. 
lying on the floor, struggling to stay awake, I felt my phone vibrate in my pocket. I used the last of my strength to reach into my pocket and get my phone out. I had a message from Alison, which I was able to read from my home screen. I'm glad I put what I did in your dinner when you weren't looking. After when I found them and you left guilty. We loved each other, Derry. Why did you do things like that? My final molecules of waking energy were enough for me to take in the message. And then I passed out. I woke up on the floor hours later, filled with groggy, but alive. The very first thing I did when I woke up was check Tinder. Addison's profile was deleted. Oh my god! <laughs> so go on, I uh, hang on. So they've. I, I'm really confused. So, uh, is there a part? Another part to this? There is. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we'll have to leave that for next podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, how many parts are there? There are four parts. So this. Oh my is god! Halfway We're halfway through. through. Yeah. So god, this is honestly the most terrifying thing ever. <laughs> also, just want to say, yeah, I'd be a bit pissed off if I was him. Someone, yeah. someone has messed with my dinner. Someone, he spent literally fifteen minutes making that carbonara. With five ingredients as well. With five ingredients, someone's come in and touched his spaghetti, and I would not be happy about it. One of the comments actually says, um... "Hang on, something up it. Somebody touch my spaghetti." <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <sighs> yeah. This is my new favorite section of the podcast. <laughs> it, to be honest, it's, um, there's a lot more like this that I can do on the podcast. I think I will do because it's quite nice to have the actual, an actual story for story time with Sam, like not just, you know, drama and stuff. It's, it's quite nice to actually like read out like a story. Um, but be able to read out in parts every week is kind of like I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I bet it's the neighbour. The neighbour's messing with him, isn't it? They, they, neighbour neighbor from hell. It's going to be the neighbour. Yeah, maybe. It's just uh, he's obviously distracted by what's going on in his phone, and it's it is relatively easy to put something in someone's spaghetti if they like. If, say, like, his phone buzzed on the table, he walked over to it, and then someone snuck in, put something in, like, the, the spaghetti, and then, you know, it does, it, it makes sense. Like, it is possible. Mm. But it's the, um, it's the, the driving away, and then being, like, coming back, and then seeing the underwear on the door, you're thinking, oh, God, like, how did that get there? Is, is that the work of the neighbour just trying to continue with the the tormenting or getting to move out maybe? Or is it something more sinister? I, just, I Honestly, I've got to wait a week now for this, yep. for this next part. I'm going to be inconsolable for the next week. And then after that, you've got another week until, oh. until we actually find the conclusion of the actual story. 
It's going to be something like, and they all lived happily ever. He woke up. It was just a dream. And they all lived happily ever after. Why are you saying it in the voice of grisly tales for gruesome kids? (laughs) (laughs) That is the bar for every story, (laughs) Zagora. That is all we've got time for this week. Well, I'm going to hold you there, so go up. Oh? You've is done it... your new sections now. Mm. I'm going to start my own. Go on. In the outro, it's time for another dramatic reading of a favourite song of Matt Dyer. I'm excited. Please proceed. This one is my karaoke go-to because I'm the only one probably out of all, out of all my friends that can get my voice this low to do this song. Okay. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. You raise me up no, do to walk on stuff. <laughs> what do you mean, do it properly? You what? raise me up. Oh, sorry. Okay. You raise me <laughs> When I do that, I just, for some reason, go, um, uh, oh, what's his name? P. Diddley. No, not P. <laughs> Pete and Dawn. Oh, Pete and know. Dawn. Pete Suckle. No, 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 no. Not that Pete Suckle. The other Pete Suckle. Uh, what was his name? Oh, it, it's kind of like David Bowie esque, isn't it? You raise. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, can I continue? Oh, yeah, please, please do it. If, oh. if you're going to do it, though, you've got to do it properly. Do you want me to start again? No, proceed. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. I am strong when I am on your shoulders. You raise me up to more than I can be. That is the uh, Josh Groban classic song there, Sagoba. You raise me up. Very good, Matt. Very good. Mm. Anyway, that is all we've generally all we've got time for. We're so, actually going to leave your ears now. I yeah, it's sad. I know. Um, it so is sad. On. It is sad. But if you cannot wait a week for your Sam Antics fix, Matt, I, where can they find us? I thought it's been so long. I've forgotten. Uh, is it uh, Sam Antic? I forgot Sam Antics. For TikTok and Instagram. Yep. Um, the Salma Antics podcast for Facebook. Yep. And Salma Antics podcast at gmail.com for Any emailing. Dinosaurs. Yes. Any dinosaurs want to email us? Or if, or should we start? Should we have a postal address? P.O. Box? We could get a P.O. Box, but. No, we're not I'm... getting a P.O. Box oh. at all. <laughs> we're not that popular. Okay. Okay. Anyway, all that's left to say is we'll chat to you next week. You raise me up.